0: Welcome to another episode. My name is Jose Naharo, and today we're going to take a look at Micron Technologies earnings. So let's get started. So, this is going to be quarter two for MU for the fiscal year of 2020. And if you guys saw my last episode, I also did Nike earnings yesterday. And these are two big companies that have just been affected by the coronavirus even though it wasn't for the full quarter they've been affected for, by at least one month of the coronavirus in china so i kind of want I'm, I'm happy to be doing these two companies because they're going to be able to provide me with some form of detail of what should i expect for different companies next all the information that i collected comes from two sources either seekingalpha.com or straight from MU's investors website. Before we go any further, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get more information on the channel And also, I stream on Twitch and Mixer every Monday and Wednesday at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. I might be late some days, but this is the time. If you guys have any questions, feel free to pass by. I'm just listening to music and getting information for future episodes. So if you guys ever have any questions, feel free to pass by then. And I'm usually going to get on on random times. If anybody has questions and I'm just on, just feel free. All right, so how this episode is going to go. First, we're going to take a look at After Hours then we're going to take a look at the results of earnings we're going to take a look at any information that this company has provided for the earnings call and finally we're going to take a look at the valuation at valuation that i would give this company my evaluation is not a 100% valuation it's just my opinion based on my risk analysis based on the type of investor and it could be different from yours and that's perfectly fine the good thing about this game is Anybody could be right. So it, it just all depends that you follow a plan and you stick to that plan. And with my plan I give a company certain valuations and it seems to have been working out for now. Alright, so now let's take a look at Micron's technology after hour. After hours, this company is up five point four six percent after reporting earnings and is sitting at forty-four dollars and eighty-two cents. And just for 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 just for information purposes at all-time highs this company hit about $60 just about uh, a month ago maybe a little over a month ago this company was sitting at $59.99 so even at the current price after hours this company still has to do 30% gains to make its all-time highs so sometimes right if you're an investor and you believe that we hit the bottom already if we hit the bottom you already made 20% in two days but and it still can go up if if you believe that, that was the bottom you still have 30 percent gains from there which are still really good buying opportunities if you believe the bottom was met already so let's take a look now at the earnings result the company reported non gaap earnings per share of 45 cents which beat analysts by 80 cents and gap earnings per share was 36 cents which also beat by 8 cents um revenues was sitting at 4.8 billion dollars and it beat by 110 million dollars. Decent gains in both, um, decent beats in earnings per share and in revenue. Um, but revenue year to year is almost 18 percent down compared to same time last year. All right, so now we're going to take a look at the results this company provided. And first, we're just going to take a look at highlights, highlights that come from the PDF file and highlights from the PowerPoint presentation. So for physical year of, tw- of quarter two of 2020 revenue is 4.8 billion versus 5.1 billion dollars last quarter and 5.84 billion at the same time last year so we can see quarter to quarter and year to year this company's revenue is much lower um, gap net income was 405 million with diluted earnings per share of 36 cents non-gap net income was 517 million dollars and diluted earnings per share of 45 cents operating cash flow for this company is two billion dollars versus 2.01 billion dollars prior quarter and 3.4 billion dollars same time last year so this company has a very strong operating cash flow and that's pretty impressive um even though it made less revenue than than last quarter alone it only made about 10 million dollars less in operating cash flow so that that's pretty pretty impressive there micron also says that they did deliver a second quarter solid second quarter results at the high end of their guidance, and that's despite the unfolding coronavirus um, pandemic that is happening. So that's pretty impressive that they met the high end of their guidance. Um, all right. So next, let's actually talk about the coronavirus update. Um, a lot of these companies are giving an update and how they plan to work with this um, with this pandemic happening. Um, to keep business floating Um, so for the near-term outlook they see stronger demands from data centers due to remote to work um, increased gaming and e-commerce activity so this is actually pretty good to know that and now that i know this i'm going to really start looking at companies that have to do with data centers that have to do with remote work um gaming and e-commerce activity a lot of people have been really looking at the remote work companies but i don't think many have seen that huge jump in data center and gaming companies i have pretty if you guys have been watching my channel i've been really bullish on gaming right now so i'm pretty happy to see this but i'm going to try to diversify into more data center and e-commerce even though I'm, i'm pretty heavy in microsoft and google Data's this, they say data centers demand in all regions looks strong, and it's leading to supply shortage. Um, recent increase in demand for notebooks to support work from home and virtual learning. So anybody who's making notebooks is, is pretty. Um, they're they're seeing a huge, a huge increase in that. Um, they are seeing a decrease in smartphones, consumer electronics, and auto demands below prior expectations, um, which uh, I, I mean, makes sense um a lot less people are, are really worrying about any type of consumer electronics opposed to those to get their their work hand, um work from home and virtual next they mentioned that smartphone consumer electronics and auto demands are below prior expectations so this right this is pretty cool even though certain companies have not reported earnings just by looking at this near-term outlook we get to see where the business is actually flowing And they're moving supplies out of their smartphone and data center markets for both. No, they're moving it out of their smartphones to the data center markets for both DRAM modules and SSDs just because of the huge uh, request demand of that item at the moment. So I think that's actually pretty good news for Micron Technologies and any memory company in that aspect. Next, let's talk about the repurchase program. This company bought about $785,000 for $44 million. Um, That gives an average price of about $56 per share that Micron bought. If they would have waited a few months, they probably could have picked it up a lot cheaper. So if you bought Micron now, you're doing a lot better than they did. Next, let's take a look at the outlook this company has provided for quarter three of 2020 they estimate revenue to be 4.6 billion dollars to 5.2 billion dollars just because of the strong growth and demand that they say that they have i expect them to be closer to the to the upper range of that of that value um, for next quarter um, so just to keep in mind previous revenue same time last year was not it was about three billion dollars so if they hit somewhere about five billion dollars that's almost a that's a over 80 percent increase in revenue year to year um and that's why previously if you guys have been following micron there was a huge drop in price and it was just because the slowdown was happening and that did happen we can see right three billion dollars on same time last year but the demand has picked up again and that's why we're seeing that price go up but this company is a very cyclical company and it's something to just keep in mind of when when researching this company they estimate gross margins to be about 30% plus or minus 1.5% and they expect diluted earnings per share to be 41 cents plus or minus 15 cents and that's pretty similar to what they have now all right so next let's take a look at this company's revenue there's pretty much just two items that this company um two main objects that this company has so they pretty much just sell memory but they sell memories in different products um solid state devices um, mobile, mobile memory, and both all of these can go into just two pro um, two sectors: DRAM and NAND. And this is what pretty much makes up this company's total total revenue. But then, like I mentioned, if we break down where this revenue comes from, they have solid state drives, they have mobile, they have data center graphics and PC, they have auto automotive and industrial. And I'm here highlighted all the imp- information. That they mentioned for this for solid state devices they mentioned that record consumer revenue and strong growth is happening on solid state dri- dri- um, drives on the mobiles they are working on this first lp5 DRAM memory which is going to enable longer smartphone battery life and high performance image processing so that's pretty good right um If you get a new phone, right, one of the major things that happens in the phone world is better life battery and better imaging processing. So it's good to see that increasing. So that means that there is going to be a demand in the mobile platform for that. Then they talk about data centers, In the data centers they say there is a strong demand for enterprise and cloud customers. So that means that that gives me a pretty good thing. For me to go and and buy a data center company or a cloud company, because I if they're if they're have a strong demand here, it means that those companies have a strong demand as well. In the graphics, they are seeing uh, increase in shipments of their previous of their newest GDDR6 memories by about 40% quarter to quarter. And now in the PC world, they say that bit shipments have declined and sequentially driven by slow seasonal demands and cpu shortage so just that's why i like looking at companies by reading into them can actually give you what the other the overall business around it is going they are seeing increases strong in automotive and in the industrial world which is pretty good but the two i'm mainly focused on are the data center and the solid state drives and like i mentioned right here DRAM and NAND are the two are the two major sectors of this company And the DRAM, DRAM revenue is down 11% quarter to quarter and is down 26% year to year. So there is a huge decrease in DRAM. They also say that average selling price is flat quarter to quarter. So that's ASP, average selling price. And that's okay. You definitely don't want to see a decrease in average selling price. It means that their items are selling for less. Normally flat to flat is okay, but I prefer to see actually a growth in average selling price. Um, but they do say that bid shipments are up more than 20% compared to same time last year. Next we have NAND. So NAN revenue is up 6% quarter to quarter and is up 9% year to year. Bid shipments is up approximately 20% year to year and the average sell price are up upper single digits percentage range quarter to quarter so NAND is actually um pretty good where DRAM is decreasing NAND is actually increasing in revenue um and it is seeing an average sell price as well increase and just for 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 you guys to understand DRAM the one that is decreasing Makes up 64% of this company's total revenue. NAN makes up 32% of this company's total revenue. I'm actually happy to see NAND go up because it's only 32%. So eventually if NAN keeps going up and DRAM keeps going up, they're both gonna be some equally weight depending on revenue. I don't like seeing one product being have more revenue dependent than the other. Because then, right, if DRAM continues to just break apart then it pretty much destroys the company's whole business but if two places are pretty equally even if one falls apart the other one is still up there doing good and like um just another chart here talking about DRAM and NAND like i mentioned right DRAM is 64 percent of total revenue same time last year that was 71 percent so 71 percent of revenue last year came from DRAM and only 24 percent came from NAND this year 64 came from dram and 32 came from man so that that again is showing you that that um that huge gap kind of getting closer and closer and even though revenue is a lot lower same t- compared to same time last year it is good to see that kind of of equality happening there all right so now that we're done talking about where that revenue comes from let's just take one final look of revenue in the income statement and then we're going to head off to the balance balance sheet so in the revenue like i mentioned right same time last year revenue was a lot higher about 1.1 billion dollars higher um even though revenue was much higher last year um cost of goods were actually lower last year so coast cost of goods this year was 3.4 billion dollars last year was 2 was 3.0 billion dollars so even though they sold less they sold a lot more last year they actually it costed them less Um, last year but that's probably just because the margin prices work better last year compared to now um like we saw right one of their the dram i believe had an average selling price continue to go down and that obviously breaks down the margins but their margins were a lot better same time last year next the only one i really want to care about is research and development this expense shows me how this company is working to better off their future and as a technology company like micron they have to consistently be working on products same time last year they spent 601 million dollars this year they spent 681 a small increase but again these are increases that i personally don't mind seeing um and just for you guys to know right why we saw that huge drop in 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 micron about a year ago about a year ago this company expected was making about one dollar and 45 cents of earnings per share their margins were amazing but obviously future guidance told them that there was going to be a shortage and you can see right now their basic earnings per share are 37 cents so there was there is a huge drop compared to the same time last year and most of the time investors actually invest on future earnings per share not the current earnings per share and that's one that i as i personally invest in i I look at two years in advance and obviously if i would have seen this huge decline in in earnings per share i would have jumped out as well next we're here on my favorite statement the balance sheet um here we can pretty much see how this company is doing financially and first let's start off with assets cash and cash equivalents um, so we're going to be comparing february 27th which is now compared to august 29th of 2019 so about six months ago so cash and cash equivalents are pretty much the same um the same number there's there's plus or minus 50 million but it's about 7.1 billion dollars so this company has definitely a nice amount of cash um, the only big change we see here in, t- in current assets is the short-term investments last year they had about 500 million dollars more in short-term investments which took it to about 800 million right now they're sitting at 350. so it's pretty much more about 450 million dollars less and if we take a look at total current assets we see that it's about 500 million dollars less last right now compared to six months ago and a huge portion of that comes from that short-term investment change um i don't think it's a big change to really throw a red flag for me but it's good to know that that decrease in total current assets next we're going to take a look at total assets not just current and total assets right now is sitting at 49.6 billion dollars compared to 48.8 billion dollars six months ago so that's about 800 million difference one thing to note is this year they had to produce a new asset that they did not reflect last year um it doesn't mean that they did not have that asset last year they just did not have to show it on the sheet um and that's about 605 so pretty much the total balance assets only grew about 200 um 200 million dollars and a huge portion of that came from property and plant equipment so again their total assets to me are pretty much flat compared to the same time last year no big change here and nothing to really throw a red flag my way Next, let's take a look at liabilities. Liabilities total current liabilities is down about 500 million compared to six months ago, and the biggest portion there was actually just current debt. Current debt last year they had to pay some debt of 1.3 billion dollars, where this year they only had to pay 0.2 billion dollars. But that again, current liabilities seeing that small change doesn't really affect effect especially because it comes from current debt sometimes you just have to pay a little bit more on your credit cards compared to the next the next quarter and that's exactly what happened here Um, next let's take a look at total liabilities total liabilities as a whole has increased by about 500 million dollars and that again you remember how we saw that total asset that was not there before a similar thing happened with total liabilities and that's about 548 million dollars extra there so again total liabilities seem to be pretty flat and total assets seem to be pretty flat so to me this is this is pretty pretty cool news um they did though increase their debt by a bit long-term debt uh six months ago was 4.5 billion dollars right now is sitting at 5.2 billion dollars so they increased it by about 600 million dollars and that seems to have happened in quarter one of 2020 so last the um last quarter Um, but again nothing here is really throwing me red flags this company has enough cash to actually pay off its total long-term debt and its total current debt which is something i like to see especially during a time right now with the coronavirus where some businesses are taking a hit this company will actually be able to survive just fine all right so now the final thing is my thoughts on the company um first i want to see micron is seem like I, I do like a balance sheet a balance sheet is one of my favorite things to really use to make sure i'm investing in a good company and the balance sheet for this company is pretty good we're seeing a net cash flow positive even though even after they pay their current and long-term debt of about two billion dollars two we're seeing a huge increase in demand in their NAND products which have the data centers which have the solid state drives and i think this is something that in the future is going to continue to go up um next what else do we see i don't really see any really big negatives except that right now this quarter did not include the coronavirus affecting europe and america um but i still think that the amount of requests is going to increase more just because more people now are even looking for more teleworking um, teleworking advances um so just based on that i think the company is doing pretty good and if about if the price is right i feel like i would invest in and um depending on how it opens tomorrow i might take in a position on micron technology so let's take a look at future p.e ratio so based on the uh, for this quarter of uh, for this year of august 2020 this company is expected to make two dollars and 20 cents two dollars and 20 cents at the current price of 44 dollars gives this a forward p e ratio of 20. um that's that's a decent value but now let's take a look at 2021 at 2021 this company expected to make five dollars and 31 cents five dollars and 31 cents divided by 44 um gives this company hold on let me see Um, this company sitting at 44 divided by $5.31 gives this a PE ratio of 8.28 8.28 so that's that to me is pretty good price but remember i say that this company is very it's like a sine wave sometimes it's up sometimes it's down so actually this range right here of 20 and 8 i think is pretty good gives me an average p-e ratio of about 12 i would say 12 13 Um, maybe 14, but I think that's still pretty good. And I'm liking this. And it's based on what this company showed. I think this upcoming opening, I will open up a small position on Micron technology. Um, So let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you post. uh, Let me know what you guys think of the company and let me know if you guys want any other companies. Take care, have a good night and see you next time.